Hello, welcome to CB Music Club. It's Wednesday the 14th of April. I'm here, Will and Nick. Hello. And Chris. Hello. And Al. Hiya. So what we do in CB Singles Club is we look at singles from the past week and we pass our eminent judgment on them. The first single tonight is from Chris. Chris, tell us a little bit about your choice. I've chosen a song called Zombie! Exclamation mark by <laughs> Zombie! An artist called Orla Gartland. As ever, hadn't heard of Orla Gartland before. She is from Dublin, but now lives in London and is uh, a singer, songwriter, musician, producer. Doing all right for herself by the look of it. Got a couple of EPs out. And one of her tracks featured in the recent adaptation of Normal People, which obviously was a bit of a lockdown hit. So that kind of gave her a bit of a boost. And it uh, looks like she's now getting, getting a bit of radio airplay. Let's listen to Zombie. Jacked up on your testosterone And I hate it, 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 I hate it. Okay, that was Zombie. What did we think about that? Nick? Uh, I liked that, actually. It bounced along quite nicely. It was quite 80s-tastic. It'd be a great montage soundtrack in a classic 80s movie with Molly Ringwald doing the Molly Ringwald dance. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, along to that. I like Molly Ringwald, so that sounds good to me. There was something about the vocal stylings that reminded me a bit of Kate Nash, which is a bit more sort of... Naughties, I suppose. But yeah, no, I did like it. Like the piano as well. Mm. Yeah, that was a nice little unexpected delight, that bit. Al, what do you think? Mm, mostly the same. Another thing I really liked is a really nice uh, sort of descending backing vocal on the chorus that was really good as well. It's full of nice touches. It's full of, especially at the start, there's quite a lot of annoying touches as well. But once it gets going, it's, it's a good song. But the sound quality, the mixing is terrible. It's a muddy mess. It sounds to me like it has been mixed in mono so presumably to be listened to on phones or on your sort of alexa speaker or whatever it's it's just terrible and that's a real pity because it's a good song okay we'll move on to chris whose pick it was quite enjoyed that it's um powerful punchy barreled along i like the chorus good catchy chorus nice bit of dynamics quiet bits loud bits energetic bits gentle bits yeah i mean not the sort of thing i'd rush out and buy but for what it is quite enjoyed it yep good I don't know why I chose this one. I think it was the exclamation mark at the end of the title. Zombie! Zombie! Did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also got a friend called Orla, although she spells her name differently. But other than that... And random. she is a zombie as well, if I remember correctly. I, what she, <laughs> she never used to be. Maybe she's been bitten by someone who's... Um, vaccination mutated at some mm. point. Most zombie films start with a mutated um, vaccination, don't they? Apparently. Yeah, a mutated virus of some sort. It's yeah. escaped from a lab. Uh-huh. We're uh-huh. laughing now, but later this year... <laughs> we'll be chewing brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to be on the top of my roof with a crossbow. I think you'll be safer at your allotment. I'm struggling to think of any zombie movie where 
the last survivors head for an allotment somewhere <laughs> and come out alive. What did you think of that, Will? What do I think of this? Bounce along? Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it a lot. I was being positive, but it is a mishmash of 80s and 90s stuff. I, I didn't really mind the uh, production values, to be honest, because it was such a such a high-tempo thing. I like the drums. Was that a drum machine or was that a real drummer? I would say the drums, even if they were played live, they've been replaced with samples. A drummer may have played on it, but you're not hearing the drummer, is my professional opinion. Usually for the best. (laughs) (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) Nick, you've got a song for us. I do, by a UK electronic duo called Over Mono. They are a couple of Welsh brothers. Tom and Ed Russell, who've both had solo careers as electronic musicians and DJs, came together a few years ago to work together and came up with the name Over Mono. So uh, the song is called Pieces of Eight. Well, that was a blast from the past for me. <laughs> but what did we think, Yes, yeah, Bang in tune from, I don't know, 20 years ago. And the rest. <laughs> Early Orbital was reminded of mostly mm. there. But I kind of liked it. Hit all the right bits in the right places. I can see myself dancing to that, certainly. The write-up I read about them, they're known for their early 90s throwback stuff. And that's certainly where it took me. I quite enjoyed that as well, I have to say. It was a nice throwback to fun times in clubs. It wasn't the best example of that kind of thing. The outro meandered a bit without doing anything. I quite enjoyed it. It was a serviceable attempt, I think, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, what do you think? I thought it was boring. I was never a clubber, and this really isn't my cup of tea, so I'm almost not really qualified to comment on it, but it's just boring. Um, nothing happened for five minutes, and then I went and got another beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's your summing up of a club night, though, as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not awful. It's not offensive to listen to, but I can't imagine ever putting something like that on to listen to it. I don't think this kind of music is just for listening to on it of course it's not but i mean it's a single it's on youtube it's on spotify so you can't say ah but you're not supposed to listen to it i mean what's it there for then it's a soundtrack to you doing something else maybe dancing maybe (laughs) just checking out people in the club maybe taking drugs whatever your thing is but it's not just for listening to no. I think it also works as sort of background noise as well, though. Mm. It doesn't have to only exist in the club on the on the dance floor. No, totally. I agree with that, yeah. It's the soundtrack as you drive to a rave somewhere. I do agree with all of the you, the two of you just said, but I also think it's a bit of a cop-out. There's no reason to not make it interesting as well, in my opinion. And it wasn't interesting. I think music that's designed to be danced to, that's that sort of music that's designed to be danced to in that sort of way, benefits from not being interesting because it's almost trance-like and rhythmically repetitive. That's the purpose of it. If you suddenly have interesting, oh, that's an interesting breakdown drum beat, you're suddenly out of the moment and it all collapses. But To me, that just sounds like, well, it, it wouldn't work if it was any good. 
Will, what did you think of? It's a musical chemical formula that is designed to match organic chemical formulas. You know what I mean? Wink. Is it a formula that works for you? Not particularly. I mean, I, I liked it. If it was on somewhere, I'd shuffle onto the floor and look around, watching everyone else and how they danced and try and dance in the same way because obviously <laughs> this has gone over my head. Wrong time in my life to be listening to kind of club music, I think. I thought it was okay, but like you, Al, it could have been somehow more explosive maybe, the bits where it's supposed to explode. Yeah, that's what I felt. It just yeah. liked a bit, bit of dynamic range about it, really. To my mind, this is really not a great example of a track in that genre that would do it for me. It bumped along, but and it reminded me of things. It reminded me of Flatshare in the in the mid nineties and flatmates listened to Orbital and Underworld and the like. It was a good approximation of that. And probably actually as good as most of what Orbital and the likes were doing at the time. We just remember the good bits, don't we? I actually picked it because when I looked at the thumbnail for the record it showed it was Excel recordings. And I thought, well, that's an interesting label. I'll, I'll uh-huh. pick that and didn't really know what to expect. And I thought it was okay. But, I, you know, it's not going to break out anywhere, is it? Oh, well, perhaps we should just move on. What's next? Al, you got something for us? I certainly do. I've got Hot and Heavy by Lucy Dacus. Let's give it a listen. Tell us more about Hot and Heavy. Well, Hot and Heavy, it's the lead single from Lucy Dacus's third album, uh, which is called Home Video, which is going to be out in June. She's an indie rock singer-songwriter. She's uh, from Richmond, Virginia. Her first album, No Burden, came out five years ago when she was only 20 years old. I hate these precocious kids. Damn them. She's also in a band called Boy Genius with Phoebe Bridgers, who I'm sure we're all aware of, and Julianne Baker. And I don't know them either. And and it's just, this seems to happen every time. There's always one of the acts that we choose that it's like, how, I just feel embarrassed that I've never heard of this. Anyway... There was also a song, and I rather liked it. Each time I listen to it, I've not been able to make up my mind how much I like it, because I, I don't like the beginning of it very much. I don't like her vocals at the start of it, but then when the band kicks in, it's really, really good. And it's the end section of it, I think, is really fantastic as well, but it's just a little bit weak melodically, maybe, at times. And But there's interesting stuff, you know, there's good sort of changes of timing and stuff like that going on in it. That it's quite unexpected stuff at the start, and I like this but I don't think I love it. You may do. One day. One day. Nick, what do you think? I don't love it. But do you like it? A little bit. I think she's sold out. Ooh. I think I really liked her first album, which was much more spiky, much more indie rock. I think, Al, you would really <laughs> like it. And I think she's gone for the mainstream. That album came out, I think, 2016, and there was a, a second one I haven't really listened to very much of. It came a couple of years later. And this is our, obviously a our new thing. And this seemed much more in Taylor Swift territory than the first album. And I much preferred that. So a massive improvement then, you're saying? <laughs> this is not an improvement, I think. 
it was a really spiky, angular indie guitar first album. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's an okay song, but I just much preferred the things she was doing before. Each time I've listened to it, though, it's been the same. Every time when it's kicked in, it's like, oh my God, this is great. And then that sort of dwindles to, hmm, mm. as the song goes on. But then I re- the end, the instrumental bit at the end is brilliant. So, you know, it builds up quite nicely. But I don't know, maybe it's just a little bit on the long side. There's a very sort of modern pop sensibility to this. Whereas mm. with that first record, it seemed like maybe she had swallowed her parents' record collection or something. And, <laughs> you know, that just appealed to things that I knew and liked. A lot of musicians are struggling in lockdown. Uh, we can't play live and so on. And maybe there is a conscious decision to go for something a bit more mainstream because, you know, you've got to eat, right? And mm-hmm. Couldn't blame her for that if that's what the decision was. Chris, what do you think? It didn't do anything for me, I'm afraid. As ever, listen to these tracks three times, four times, and unmemorable, I think. I'd listened to it that time and I didn't recognise it at all from the first two times I'd listened to it. There was just nothing that stuck. It was just very middle of the road, not even that, very bland. You're dead right though, Chris. It's unmemorable. There's nothing, there's no catchy hooks about it at all. I couldn't sing it back to you, even though I'm the one who's like praising it most. It's got nothing. Nothing. She's got nothing. It's neither hot nor heavy. Scathing. I quite like these technical pop songs the way they're done really well that the build up is really well done the vocals again technically perfect what i didn't like was the second slowdown before we went to the outro i thought that was unnecessary but you're right about can we ever remember it you know it's it's like a song you hear on ea games or something like that and maybe it's been designed just to be picked up on tv shows and computer games but i did like it does this have to be what music's become? I mean, the sense that everything is well-designed and well-constructed and works to a formula. And music should grab you and should hit you in the heart or grab you by the throat or make you want to jump around or cry or laugh or something. It shouldn't just be a tried and tested formula that works, so we do it again. And it I works, agree, so yeah. we do it again. Yeah. It's got to hit you emotionally, hasn't it? Well, you're saying that as, a, as an old man. It's not a soundtrack to our lives maybe that's what's making us grumpy there is something formulaic and polished and very modern about the whole thing and then maybe nick saying she's sold out is a bit harsh but you know i think maybe there's some truth in that i can never blame an artist for going for the mainstream because it's their job she seems to be quite critically acclaimed so i'm sure she'll sell some records good luck to her i think this has been a bit of a grumpy singles club so far so um, (laughs) let's um let's see if we can continue Four for four. My choice here is by American pop duo Ali and AJ. They were initially signed to Hollywood Records and then they left and then they came back and they changed the name in between. But I believe they're Ali and AJ again. And it's called Symptom of Your Touch. And let's have a listen to it. Don't expect it to happen when I lose my Okay, so that was um, Symptom of Your Touch by Ali and AJ. Is that a classic or is it going to be constrained to the chip paper wrappings of tomorrow's garbage? Nick, what do you think of that song? I quite enjoyed that in a non-threatening kind of way. <laughs> Bounced along quite nicely. 
When was the last time music tried to invade your home, Nick? Well, I'd prefer if it did sometimes, but that, that certainly wasn't doing it. There was an 80-ness to it that was quite pleasing. It sounded an awful lot like Cher, Do You Believe in Love? I quite, yeah, I quite liked it. This is formulaic pop music, far, far more than Lucy Dacus. I'll tell you what this song is. This is Taylor Swift's love story. It's, it's almost identical. <laughs> it's in a different key, but it's got the same chords. But then so does Another Girl, Another Planet by The Only Ones. Cowboy song by Thin Lizzy. There's only a limited number of chords, aren't there? Yeah, but that chord progression, it gets used quite a lot. But it's this Taylor Swift's love story. I mean, it's, it's almost identical. If it was a fight between Ali and AJ and Taylor, who'd win? Taylor, Taylor kicks You out, need yeah. to ask, oh. come on. Okay, well, you know. I don't think Taylor's bigger than the two of them put together. Yeah, so um, Chris, what do you think? Nah. Nil points. You don't think? <laughs> <laughs> I should expand, shouldn't I? Yeah. It reminded me of churches, who I quite like in that sort of throwback 80s pop thing, but it was, it was a poor imitation. Nah, it's just nothing there, nothing there. I'm yeah, afraid. I agree. T- Empty. Empty pap. It's taken one of the chord progressions that works. There's a formula that works and it's aping the 80s because The weekend had that song that sounded like the 80s and it was a big hit. So uh-huh. everyone's uh-huh. the 80s now. It's not a terrible song, but it just feels really cynical and bland. Okay, well, what did I think? The song it ripped off was U2's Without You. Was also U2's Without You. <laughs> <laughs> Although you're right, yes, the bass at the start. Is it cynical? Yeah, I, I guess it is. And now that makes me sad because when I first heard it, I thought, yeah, no, it's bumping along here. Yeah, it's okay. They've used that chord progression that everyone else uses. It's starting to get a, a little bit depressive, isn't it? The songs we've listened to this week because sort of pale pastiches of bygone era in a way. But then again, as I said, the young kids out there, this is the tune to their life. And maybe that's what it's about and not what we particularly think. Well, yeah, it's not aimed at us, is it? So I don't mind pastiche and I don't mind often used chord progressions. The simple question is, do you like it? Do you enjoy it? Does it have you tapping your feet, singing along to it, grooving along to it? I think that's all we should be asking ourselves with these tunes. That one for me doesn't. It's not been a vintage week this week, has it? <laughs> it really hasn't. No. It's not over yet. I think that's important. It's not thing. over yet. It's not over. And that brings us very nicely to Taylor Swift Corner. Have we got a little bit of a tune for that yet? Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift Corner. <laughs> so here we are, Taylor Swift Corner. And this week we've got uh, Lady Gaga put a new song out called Free Woman. Shall we have a listen to that, guys? Yep. Yes. Mm. That's the answer. Okay, so that was Lady Gaga, Free Woman. What did we think, guys? I came late to Lady Gaga through um, that film that she was in, A Star Is Born. That opened my eyes to her as a talent, which clearly she is. It's an all right tune, but I think she brings a certain level of stardom to it that raises it above the all rightness of the song and the tune. Go Gaga. Ow. 
What do you think? I think it is a slick, cynical, expensive 80s pastiche. It is a complete ripoff of an 80s house chart hit that I just cannot quite put my finger on what it is. My mind is racing and I think you might be something. What is it? Yeah, I, I don't think this is any good at all. Nah, sorry. Nick, what did you think? I quite liked it. I have to say, just in a... I could see you dancing. I was dancing, yeah. Do you know what Chris was talking earlier? Does it make you move? Well, yeah, it did. It's a total rip-off of something. Doesn't mean that's a bad thing, and I was... Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I'm not thinking yeah. too hard about this one. I thought it was okay. Had it not been Lady Gaga, I don't think it would have seen the sort of success that it's going to have. Yeah, it's another one of those throwback things, isn't it? Very well done. Vocals, brilliant. She's brilliant, but... This particular one didn't do anything for me either. We need to choose our tune of the week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. I think the key to this week, as Nick just said, is let's not overthink it. If it gets you grooving, it's the one. I'll do the radio test. I'm in the car. It comes on the radio. And any of these five songs come on, I'd have left them on and just sort of tapped away. I'll never remember them. They're not memorable. But I wouldn't have turned them off either. And I'd have had some entertainment from it. So that, that's good. I suppose. I'd have turned your radio off. Chris, what would be your favourite? I'm going for Orla Gartland. Orla was interesting enough in a way that the others weren't. So, yep. Zombie! Zombie! <laughs> Exclamation mark. Nick, what's your favourite? I like Lady Gaga, but I'm going to go for Orla Gartland as well, simply because <gasps> it bounced along like a new thing. Newish thing. Like a Molly <laughs> Ringwald thing. Ah, yeah. Al, what's your pick of the week? Well, I'm going for Orla Gartland as well. It's by far the most interesting of the bunch. Go on your cell, Orla. Zombie! <laughs> Go on. Zombie! Well, what about you? Well, I'm going to make it four out of four for Orla and Zombie! Woo. Oh! Um, it's nice when we all agree, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is it a good enough tune? Arouse our choices are completely random and it has absolutely nothing to do with who chose what. But this is the first time that I've chosen a track that everyone liked. Yay. Or that anyone liked other than me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm very happy for us and I'm very happy for Orla. Yeah. Well done, Chris. Let's wrap this up. So for anyone listening, we have a CB Music Instagram. and We have a playlist of all the songs from tonight and many other things that we've discussed along the way on Spotify and on YouTube. Just search for CB Music Club. Yeah. Shall we say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace out. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you.